podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned into Three Questions in a Song featuring exactly that. Three questions, one song, and the band Good Grief out of... Let's see, I'm blanking again. It's been a long day. You guys are out of um, Tennessee, correct? Yeah, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga. Um, so if you've ever watched this show or listened to it, depending on your choice of media, um, you will know that it is pretty quick. There is very little in the way of segues. It's question, question, song, question, and just keep firing away. (laughs) Yeah. So with that said, we're going to get on, on our way. I'm going to ask my first question and that is. What is it about being on stage that keeps bringing you back to the stage? Oh, man. Well, speaking personally, music is a, a spiritual experience for me. So when I get up on stage, I, I kind of feel like a high that I've never felt on, like drugs or anything I've ever done. So that that draws me back. It's it is, it's my passion. Uh, I can't speak for these guys, but... Yeah, as for me, the connection you see with people... I'm a big people person. I love people. And when they look at you and they're just in awe of this cool thing, you just ripped out playing and you're just like looking back at them, like having a great time. You feed off of each other's energy very well. Do do me a favor and lean to your left for a second, so everybody can see who was just speaking. There you go. (laughs) What's up? I'm Adam. Why don't we do that? I'm not, I'm usually I have one person on this, on this show. So why don't you, we have Adam, who else is, is sitting there? <laughs> so I'm Nate, I, I sing and I play drums. I'm Joey, I play bass. I'm Adam <laughs> and I play guitar. They both play bass and guitar. They're being modest. Yeah. <laughs> so Adam, you actually look like a guy from our scene. His name's Bob Pratt, who's a bass player. <laughs> oh, is it the beard? It might be. <laughs> it might be the beard, yeah. I get that a lot. Um, all right, so question two. If there was an apocalyptic event and almost a whole world is wiped out and there's a handful of people left and they can only keep one song from every band that's ever existed, which song of Good Griefs should survive and help them repopulate the earth. Oh, well, we just, we just recorded the perfect song. For that. I think we're all in agreement. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's called tunnel buddies. Oh, never. <laughs> 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 all right. Now, now, now I'm going to give each of you a chance to answer since that went that way. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, different wavelengths, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, I'll go with that one. That's cool. Yeah, I got to repopulate the earth. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I really, I'm with you. Why? Yeah. Why that one? Uh, it's about uh, friends having mutual um, partners. We should say, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> and I guess when the apocalypse is happening, you don't really have a choice. Besides, common. You're gonna have to do it. I guess that song. <laughs> you may as well have a theme song. I believe that song would inspire people to do what they needed to do in that instance. That was our goal. It'd be the anthem of a, of a generation. <laughs> <laughs> it could be like rock and roll all night for the post-apocalyptic. 
people. They, they literally, yeah. yeah. I'm down with that. <laughs> that yeah, true. Um, so, so you guys read into that question exactly the way I intended. A lot of bands are like, hmm. <laughs> um, let me think here. There was something I was going to follow up with. Did I mention it's been a day? Yeah. <laughs> I, I teach kindergarten through eighth grade. Just oh man, out there. thank you. So, I'm and, sorry. <laughs> so, so usually when I when I come home, there's a bit of a I'm done for the day kind of thing going. Absolutely, man. But, well, thank you for doing this, man. This is really cool. Yeah, to come home and do from your day job. That's awesome. This is actually um, episode number 50 of this podcast. And I mentioned to you guys before we got on the air that I was editing a podcast. And that's my other show, the Pennsylvania Rock Show. And that episode that I'm editing is number 552. So between the two of them, I'm over 600. Heck yeah, dude. That's awesome. All right. So let's do the... uh, I think this can go right over you guys, but let's do the MTV VH1 storytellers version of the show. <laughs> All right. Why don't you guys tell me about your song, Drip? Yeah, so um, Drip came to fruition on a hot Georgia day in a storage <laughs> unit that we had rented out as our. Uh, practice space. space. Emphasis on hot. Hot. Yeah, Very hot. hot. It's a metal Human. building in the middle of Georgia in like a hot season. Um, just really hot. They advertised yeah. it as climate control and it was not. And he just started playing this, Joey over here just started playing this riff on guitar that kind of sounded like, uh, like a Pink song. <laughs> but one of, like, one of Pink's like club hit songs. And I was like, oh man, that's bumping. So uh, we kind of turned it into a really cool song. It's a double entendre uh, uh, lyrics wise, just like every song on the album, it's real estate. And, uh, I think listeners can take their own meaning out of the song. Definitely is sexually charged. I'll we'll say that. Um, but not in a, a menacing way. Yeah. And we recorded it in a, in that same storage unit. So it has this special magic about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sentimental. Sentimental. And, and it has to do with sweat too, right? Is that the? Or or other fluids? <laughs> yeah, um, he he caught it. <laughs> he he, yeah. he went ahead and got it. Yeah. Um, I do remember what I was going to ask. You guys are in studio right now, like literally sitting in the studio, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yep, that's it. So, are, shout are out you... to shout out to Noisy Cricket Audio. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, those guys do a great job. Um. So, are you recording an, an EP, a full length a single? What's going on there? A little bit of everything. I mean, we we just got finished recording a single. Yeah. So the cool thing about this studio is me and my awesome business partner own it, so we can do whatever we want to at our leisure. Nice. And we're recording a single right now, and we're also working on our new EP that's going to be quite adventurous. Yeah, it's a new sound, but it's a little bit more poppy but somehow retaining the edge. So it, it should be fun. We're not selling out, but it's uh, it's music you can dance to a little bit more. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a moment. We're going to listen to Drip by Good Grief.
That was Drip by Good Grief out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, you mentioned Georgia earlier. You went to Georgia to record in a metal building. Did I follow that correctly? Yeah, so we're actually all from North Georgia. Chattanooga is uh, right on the border, uh, the Tennessee-Georgia border. So we're all from the tri-state area. Um, yeah, we're all Georgia boys. Uh, Chattanooga is just the, the larger city uh, near us. So If we were to tell you our hometown, no one would know where it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's very rural. <laughs> so so that's like me saying I'm from Pittsburgh instead of Leechburg. Yeah, right. Ba- basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of one of them and not the other. <laughs> yeah, let me think. Here you have a lot of Steelers up there. Uh, don't bring that up right now. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> they were 11 and 0. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oof. Tough break. My uh, my seventh graders asked me today who I wanted to win the, the Super Bowl, and I said it has to be the Chiefs because Tom Brady is not allowed to win another one because I'm tired of him <laughs> keeping the Steelers from getting there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not, not a huge Tom Brady fan. All right, so what we're going to do now is um, Kamaya B had uh, asked a question of you guys in episode 49. I'm going to go ahead and let her ask you that. And uh, you'll get a chance to answer it. We'll do a little bit more talking about where you can be found. And we'll, you guys should have a question for Dancing with Ghosts that we'll let you ask as well. So without taking up too much of your time, um, Kamaya B. had to ask you this. Good grief. Not necessarily um, what inspires you to write lyrics like that, but what inspires you to make to what inspires you to make that genre of music? Because when I heard the song, it's not rock, 
but it's hard to explain. It's like the kind of music you will chill to like at a bar. I can't really explain the genre, but it's like a vibe. And you got some music that's more of a guitar, and you got some music, yeah, that's more of like a kind of a rock, but kind of not. I can't really explain the genre. <laughs> well, it's really kind of hard to say because like we all have different influences and maybe set out for like different sounds, but what we ended up with was kind of cooler than the idea we had in the original place. Yeah, we all bring different influences to the table, and that comes out. And so our songwriting process generally generally begins with just one person, and we bring that idea to the group. And it's usually the melody of a song or just a general, like, frame. It could be a single riff. Uh, but I think yeah, our influences are so different um, that, that they just come together on, on certain songs and they complement one another. So we don't ever aim to play in any genre. I think that's, like, that stunts creativity. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just try to, to mix it up. And it really helps with Joey and I switching between bass and guitar because we really get to take advantage of his guitar style and his bass style and my guitar style and my bass style. Like we're able to just create these like wonderful tunes and get each other's inputs on it. And it's really awesome. It's pretty, pretty cool. Now I'm, I'm assuming that you haven't been playing out too much currently. But when you're on the stage, do you guys switch like in during the sets? Yes. Yeah. Nathan will normally have a thing to say to the audience, and that's really cool or funny. And then we'll just kind of make our way over and do it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, do you each have your own bass cab on stage, or do you just share one one setup? Yeah, we just swap around. Looks cooler that way. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a lot less to set up. Yeah. <laughs> the funny part about how we play though is we all sing and Joey is like eight feet tall. So when I get over to his mic stand, I have to like jump to get into it and it's really funny sometimes. So. I never thought about that. <laughs> Sorry, I should probably lower that. No, yeah. no. <laughs> it's just really it's just really funny because everybody notices like and I'll make a joke and everybody cracks up and we're super lighthearted on stage, so it really plays into our vibe. Yeah. We we used to have a band here in our scene. They were called Bum, which stood for their first initials, Bruce, Utah, and Marty. Um, but then their tagline was, everyone loves Bum. <laughs> but um, they all, they, they same thing. They were a trio, the bass player, guitarist, drummer. But all three of them played all three instruments. So, Ooh. like, they would just, like, get up and do it. <laughs> do a fire drill change instruments and play the next song <laughs> like musical musical chairs yeah uh, yeah they they were fun to watch for the same reason because like if especially the first time that, that you saw them do it you're like what is going on here um <laughs> and i knew all three of them from different bands and didn't realize that they could do that until they were in that band so yeah um and i play drums and sing that's a novelty right yeah that's like, pretty yeah. cool most people don't I don't really see too many bands do that. Um, yeah. As the lead vocalist, no, nonetheless. Yeah, that's awesome. So you guys should teach him how to play one of them, guitar or or bass. <laughs> He's Dude, like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that I look. Like them, uh, we can play some Papa Bell Cannon. How about that? I'll, I'll grab the bass. Grab some hot <laughs> cross buns. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, now you're talking about my, my ability with my kids' recorders. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's awesome. All right, so 
where where can the listeners find you guys online? Where can they find your music? Where can they send you a message and ask you some more off the wall questions? Yeah, for sure. We love people reaching out to us. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash GG Nuga. Or just look up right below him as he speaks. Yeah. Uh, also, Instagram, our handle is GG Nuga. Uh, we're on Bandcamp. We're on Spotify. We're on all Apple Music, all the major music platforms. We're in the Netherlands. We're in Africa. We're in all kinds of places. So um, we also have a YouTube, and I encourage you. Um, we do a lot of DIY stuff, and we've made three really cool music videos. We conceptualized them. We filmed them. We edited them. And uh, a lot of heart and soul went into them. And uh, they're, they're really funny, I think. They're awesome. They're pretty yeah. funny. The music video for Drip is really funny. Uh, we start out in priest robes, and we end up end up sweaty in workout gear. So 70s workout gear. <laughs> yeah. So we all look like Richard Simmons by the end of it, and uh, it's pretty awesome. I sent you to check out Dancing with Ghosts. What, what mm-hmm. question did you come up with for those guys? Yeah, so th- they blend genres, too. Uh, and there's just like a, like electronic uh, kind of rock. Uh, so what the, is dark, kind of the, dark, dark, dark rock. electronic rock. Yeah, that kind of the vibe I got from it. But so I guess our question is, how do you balance uh, the, the weight of the different genres? Because I heard a few of their songs and some of them lean more rock. Some of them lean more like uh, pop electronic stuff. Um, so so how do you find the, the, the balance in your music and, uh, you know, the direction genre wise? And as I tell every set, every guest, now you have to listen to the next episode so you can hear their answer. Yes, Absolutely. This podcast is like the the chain letter of of audio. <laughs> yeah, I, I also say it's really community building because, like, of course, I want to check out yeah. how they answer our question. I want to check out the band that asked us the question. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Let's see where are we at. We're at the end. That's where we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did it. So. It was so fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you got a great radio personality. Thank you. Um. I, I tell people all the time it's because of my day job. All I do is ask questions all day. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Yeah, I, I teach science and stream and Spanish and computers. So it's not even – it's questions from everywhere. <laughs> you have a lot of subjects. The it way is. you teach is like our genres. It's yeah. pretty yes. intense. <laughs> well, guys, it, it was great having you on. And – um. As you get some some more music, which clearly you guys are working on now, if you want to send them along, I can throw them in rotation on on the streaming radio station we have on Build the Scene. Absolutely, yeah, we love, yeah, we love that. All right, so this has been episode number fifty of Three Questions and a Song. Make sure you check us out on the first and fifteenth of every month to uh, hear what the last band had to say about the next band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Thanks, man. No yeah, thanks. This episode of Three Questions of a Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.